Welcome to Movie Wala Podcast. We are kickstarting this pandemic season feel good movies with Lamhi which came out in 1991 and it was starring Shri Devi, Anil Kapoor, Anupam Kher and Wahida Rehman. So Flo but since we are letting go of all our format let's just <laughs> go with what comes to your mind. What did you think about the rewatch? Let's talk about how did we feel about rewatch? Yeah, so uh, to go back a little bit. So the reason I was not feeling it was obviously 2020 was a crazy year for all of us and also we did 20 episodes of Amitabh Bachchan. I think that was it. That and then COVID hit. Mm-hmm. So I think two two of these things just killed us, killed our spirit. <laughs> you know, in hindsight, it was such a blessing in disguise that we had pre-recorded the whole freaking Amitabh Bachchan season. and it took us all the way into may june whenever it is that it took us because had that not happened we wouldn't have had any episodes in 2020 because neither of yeah. us were feeling it and i'm in general i'm over all these movie stars whether you know it doesn't even has to be hindi movie stars i'm just in general done with <laughs> pan india <laughs> movie stars yeah so i was also in a funk in general because of the year that it was Uh, but also on top of that i think yeah i was just done with bollywood pretty much you know i was like oh my god i can't i can't watch them i can't listen to them i don't know i was just there but we finally agreed to watch lamhe together guys so let's get into the movie later but just the feeling of watching it together and watching a 90s movie it really like i think nothing can take me away from that feeling that i get every time i watch a 90s movie you know what i mean and especially together and texting each other and it was really good so the experience of watching it was really good i think maybe because of everything coming together the movie 90s when you know texting each other and all that so it was nice the experience was good when the movie came out do you remember watching it uh when the movie came out i don't remember watching it i don't think i watched it in the theater or ever this movie i think i watched it on tv yeah so i do remember but then i don't think i watched it as a as an adult so you've never watched it again Oh yes, I did watch it like 5 or 6 years ago. And I remember laughing at one of the scenes, I'll tell you what. But I'm going to go to hell because I because that scene is about laughing at Sri Devi. Oh, I know. Well, I actually have an opposite like not an opposite, but just like a different experience because I naturally I didn't see it in the theaters or anything, but I did grow up in a household which was really movie crazy. And so I watched it and then I watched it over and over again when I was a teenager. Yeah. And my friends liked it. So, you know, there were a lot of references made to it and it was always that movie which was like labeled as ahead of its time, right? Like it because it did, this is one of those movies of Yash Chopra which didn't do well in the box office. So, it's one of those movies which is always preferred to as oh, it was, you know, it came at the wrong time. If it came today, it would do well and yada yada. And I do remember like always having fond memories, but I hadn't watched it since my teenager like I haven't watched it in my adult life so i was curious to see how i would feel but i had memories thinking that it was a feel good movie like it wasn't like a it wasn't a date ass or something even though it is a love story but yeah mm. all right so shridhi do you want to like just open with shridhi you had some thoughts right you said you were going <laughs> to hell for that i think that's because one of the songs i think she has sung it has she sung it because it's really off that was chandni i think oh my god that's okay <laughs> it is chandni oh it my is god chandni. i confused the two as well 
because it is like the only difference is she was a lot uh, slimmer in chandni yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the only difference <laughs> okay i think i you should revoke my moolwala podcast card <laughs> no it's fine let's all blame it on covid everything is being blamed my memory is out okay but shri devi oh my god i don't even know if i have to say anything to talk about shri devi how great was she and especially i like the second shri devi the younger shri devi you know the daughter of pallavi um so yeah i thought like first of all like the first image that i have is just like how her face like it luminous it's just like there's light coming out of her body and shining through her yeah and the colors that she wears it just brings out that so i know she's wearing like rani pink and mehndi green and all of these like colors which are related to the some cultural phenomena in india right we are not going to call it like fuchsia pink we're going to call it rani pink and we're not going to call it like uh i don't know whatever emerald green yeah yes. no See? it's mehndi no, <laughs> yeah and then she's wearing outfits which are like uh, mehndi green with fuchsia pink and it's just like and with gold sometimes it's all mixed yellow and red and maroon mm. with mirror work and bandini and the prints like you actually forget that she's originally from south india and that is what kind of always as a 90s kid was one of my you know the old forgotten india where we were secular these are the things that i used to relate to like the joy and i didn't know that back then because you took it for granted right and now i realized the things that i would register were just some things that i've took pride in mm. was the secular india where i was like oh my gosh she's from chennai or wherever or tamil nadu some place in tamil nadu but she just fits in the you know the fabric of rajasthan easily you don't really think where she's from and for that matter anil kapoor is from wherever it is like you like you don't even think of that right you don't exactly. see, we don't even know where he's from i mean yeah like bombay i know that he lives in bombay i don't know where he's originally from yeah. uh those are the things that st- stood out to me and of course her acting i was like the way she switches from emotional to naughty to romantic nobody does it better than she mm-hmm. really it's like I think we spoke about it right I think the next one that we can think of you know some one more person would be Juhi Chawla right I think both of them had the same similar sort yeah, of acting notes yeah although I feel like Juhi never got her due like she's always been uh, celebrated as either a romantic or a comedic actor but she can really switch between mm. these emotions really well which she doesn't get the due for but I think you're absolutely right like you tapped into that even while we were watching and i completely agree with you especially also because she was wearing you know rashi devi was wearing certain outfits that reminded me of juhi chawla in hame rahi pyar ke you know that song yeah. with amir and the expressions and their beauty and the way their hair was done or something it really gave me like similar vibes so i could i was completely agreeing with you that taken yeah and another thing that struck me out with uh, shri devi in this movie was the positive body image she's not skinny she is like a full bodied all out indian woman and that was not something that people would like today people would write about it right there'll be essays written about such a thing when somebody looks different from what you're used to seeing in the or you're expected to see but this was normal and then she was peer pressured once you know all the younger actresses came mm. who were skinnier and petite and she had to i mean there are rumors that she had to go through surgeries and stuff like naturally we don't have any proof for that but clearly she did have to do something 
you could see the difference right from her earlier years and then late like if you actually see the pictures from english wenglish to now there's stark difference like it's yeah. crazy you uh if you see uh, the difference between this shri devi like lamhi shri devi and her earlier tamil movies she looks way different as well even sadma right like that's one that come, or even the ones she did with jitendra which were close to same around when she was doing uh, south indian movies so yeah so moving on to anil kapoor i really thought his understated performance is really understated <laughs> <laughs> what in a good way i can't tell in a good way in a good way yeah yeah that's what i thought too you know when i was watching the movie i, re- I because we don't give credit uh, to anil kapoor for his acting right we we talk about how young he looks we talk about sonam kapoor and we talk about you know all the other roles that he's done but we re- we don't talk about him in the same line as as amir khan or something but he is actually a good actor because in this you could see the difference between young and old and also the old older anil anil kapoor is not like a really old person you know he still has this youthfulness which was nice so yeah i thought i thought it was really well done like the innocence of the young anil kapoor when he's fresh you know from the uk and he's in awe of shri devi and pallavi and all that and then you know when he is older and mature and everything i i thought the difference was done really well but it wasn't too jarring or it or it wasn't like too uh, over the top you know i thought the transition was really well done yeah and i you know i really felt like virain walked so that raj could run like in ddlj because this was like a calmer version like non spoiled right this is mm, he was not a brat yeah He's not a brat. He is a brat. Like, but he's a civilized brat. Like, remember how he says? And I really like those one-liners he was giving to Wahida Rahman, who plays her or his governess. So you know when she says like, uh, when he complains about the heat or how people are sitting in the sun, and she's like, you know, your ancestors did this too. Like, she's like, but I'm not my own ancestor. <laughs> and I, I could like those seemed like things. would that would come out of my mouth when i was younger like you know when somebody was like if my mom were to say like you know people kids are dying in africa or something i'd be like well give this food to our kids in africa then why are you bugging me to eat why are you bugging me to eat? so it's felt like really so he was bratish but without being disrespectful like he still had that regal air right like he's supposed to be that zamindar son in like rajasthan so he was playing to that but i could see like you know when he complains about oh i'm so glad that uh, he says like my father migrated to england before he was born so i didn't have to like live in this heat and all of that and the privilege talking and all of that and i was like okay this is like the tamer version like this is yash chopra's version of if raj was respectful and tamer and then you you dial up the <laughs> you add some alcohol and to give it, it to sharuk <laughs> and give it to sharuk and then anupam kher who plays the friend here ends up playing the father there who i don't know who wrote the script do you know who wrote the script no clearly i have not done much research in this i'm just winging it right now with you <laughs> because i thought especially towards the end you know the the dialogues were really good you know especially speaking of anupam kher uh, when he talks about uh, talks to anil kapoor after they leave for india right and then he he tells him that you know what do you think you are kind of thing and yeah i thought it was oh. so well written i hadn't noticed all that i mean there were parts which were annoying me we'll come to that later but i thought these lines were like solid actually it is a really good dramatic movie 
Yeah. And also the last part about when Anil Kapoor goes back to India towards the end. I don't know if mm. I want to give away the spoiler thing, but you know, Jeez, it came out in 1991. It's been 84 years. <laughs> it's, it's been really long time. Like guys, please. I mean, I think this should be just a disclaimer. We should like put in bold letters if you're what if you're listening to our podcast, we are talking about old movies which came out before 2000. All right. I think we are allowed to give spoilers. And now clearly after this long preface we are allowed to give a spoiler because the person should have tuned out. <laughs> <laughs> If anyone is listening even now then then <laughs> the lines you know that he um he tells a Sri Devi right about how she is not her mom and you know guys solid lines solid lines seriously i don't know why nobody talks about it that is why i was curious who wrote the script. So the script didn't get an award but the dialogues did. I thought script is dialogues, right? Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> oh God! Script would be the story written in a way that the movie can be made, right? Like a story scripted mm. to be shot into a movie with the sequence, and then there's screenplay. The dialogue is the exact sentence mm. that you're speaking. And if someone's an expert out there, please correct us. This is just us. Figuring it out as we go. Yeah. Tanvi has a glass of wine. You know. I do. Allah, otherwise, I wouldn't do this. And I'm high on chai, <laughs> caffeine. So we don't know what you're talking about. We're just doing it because I'm committed to not let this podcast. <laughs> like if I have to, at least I'll have like something to say that okay, every year we posted something. I agree. It's Tanvi giving CPR to the podcast. <laughs> Seriously. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So the dialogue is written by Masoom Raza. I don't know who that is, but good job. Very good job. You know. Yeah. Excellent job. So, um, I really wanted to talk about Vahid Arma because you know, even back then and now even more, she was my favorite character in the movie, and she continues to be. And just that somebody could write such a role, right? Like a governess who has such a integral role, but she's not like trying to steal the limelight. And Vahid Arman is never trying to steal the limelight. The limelight just follows her, anyways. Mm, yeah, she has that presence. Um, and also, coincidentally, we were watching it yesterday, and then Tanvi. Text me and she said, "Guess what? Today is Vahida Rahman's birthday." And we were like, "Oh my god!" It's, and then yeah, Flo was, was like, "Should we tweet or do something?" And I was like, "Nah." Oh, we'll have to go back and then take a screenshot. And by the time we decided, we were like, "Oh my god, no! It's too much work." <laughs> Our brand is laziness. <laughs> If you're lazy and you know it. Join us. Join us. <laughs> oh my god, this is really turning into like a drunk slash caffeinated podcast. Okay, so yeah, Vahida Rahman. Oh my god, she's so regal, sophisticated, classy. It doesn't even matter what role she's playing, right? Like she could be playing a prostitute in movies and whatever not. But these are things that she just exudes. Like she cannot not be these things. And um, I don't know. Like my eyes were just fixated on her. and of course she got the excellent dialogues and the way she plays the role and i was so impressed with the communication that was shown between the two kids that she brought up she was a governess to the younger shri devi because she becomes an orphan and governess to anil kapoor's yeah character and she becomes their governess because both of them lose lose their parents mm. right and and i also liked how they incorporated like you know when they come back and anil kapoor asks her 
what about your family like you must have a family and you know you might want to go see them and she's like oh yeah now that you mention i did have a family but you know bringing you up i forgot it and it's just the power of words that that satisfied me like that gave me uh, a closure that yeah you know she's moved on and she's like said goodbye to her family and she's accepted that now this is my family i cannot be in two places and also uh, you know coming back to their relationship and how they had shown it there's one scene where he calls her and and he says okay i'll get married or i'll get married to anita right and then if she says uh, please send me a wedding card it, that was so touching he says you know of course the wedding invites are going to go out on your name and there was no dramatic music there was nothing it was just done so organic which was which was not like a 90s what do you call that that was not part of the 90s you know subtlety was never a part of the 90s i caught it and it was amazing it was really nice that shows their relationship you know they are like true mother and son and mother and daughter relationship yeah and I, you know that also reminds me another scene that i really liked was when they are going back uh, the younger shri devi and mahida ramana leaving london because the whole confrontation has happened and now they're going and then when they are going he says you know uh, daima when are you going to come back and she's like you know i have to take care of her otherwise i would never leave you and he's like yeah please come back soon because i don't feel complete without you and she's like i don't even see myself without you like you don't feel complete but i just don't even exist without you and all of this is said in hindi which is a lot more effective than english <laughs> translations at least for me like i feel like everything gets diluted when i translate it in english but i was just so touched and all of these scenes like even after so many years i was just like oh my god this is so sweet and i think this like what you mentioned that there is no background score and there's no mm. like dramatic thing and I think that is what Yash Chopra's forte was because even if when I remember you know when we watched uh, Dil to Pagal Hai when we watched Chandni yes in certain sequences there is music like if he's falling down or there's a plane crash naturally there's going to be a se- uh, some music but when they're having like a confrontation there are no like jarring music and ah but oh gosh <laughs> some no. crap so considering Karan Johar's whole playbook is basically copying uh, yash chopra he didn't follow up on this lack of background score because he literally hammers it into you right we talked about it when we watched kabhi khushi ka bhi gaana exactly speaking of karan johar and uh, there's this chopper scene and there's this you know there's this huge house in the uk i don't know if it was an ode or something but it was just literally copying <laughs> yeah this was raichan's house <laughs> <laughs> yes, he rented it. <laughs> and, and this is again like uh, Shah Rukh being Anil but on steroids, right? In Shah in Karan Johar's movies, <laughs> like okay, let's hype it up. He's going to run on the. How can we make it ten times dramatic? <laughs> but in all honesty, when it did come out, all of these movies still did well, right? Like I bought into it when it came out, and now I'm smarter, so I don't buy into it. But I'm still buying into Lamhe. However. I did feel like you know uh, how I mentioned in the beginning that this movie was kind of shown as ahead of its time but 20 years later literally 20 right I always forget how far ahead are we because to me 1990s are always 19 like, it's 2011 no but it's 30 years then <gasps> god I thought let me say 20 because I always say 10 because to me 1990s always yeah. like <laughs> me too okay it's 30 years Oh my god, it's 2020. It's going to be 20. It is 2020. It is 2020. <laughs> 
we did lose a year in the pandemic but it is 2021 oh my god so oh my god what was i saying it's not ahead of its time anymore though like i could find problems in it so i was like yeah i remember watching it and i remember being young and thinking because the thing that was ahead of its time was like a younger man falling in love with an older woman and then a younger woman having enough empowerment to address things and then also saying no to marriage just because she doesn't want to get married and having uh, authority agency right to make these decisions and at the same time wahida rehman who's their governess who they actually listen to uh, you know she has power but an understated power she her power is not that you have to follow my rules kind of power but their communication is so fluid so open um so these were the things that were ahead of their time but what is not ahead of their time now is that i didn't buy into the whole obsession with marriage like for example anita who is uh, anil kapoor's uh, potential love interest in london and there is absolutely nothing wrong with her right she's gorgeous we don't know what she does but she does something she has a profession because she comes across as a working woman uh, she's kind she's good natured she's not mean nasty she treats everyone nicely she treats and she dresses well <laughs> she a uh, very important she dresses Wait, really well so chic so chic and she's gorgeous and whatever arguments she make towards whichever conversation they are having in the movie we are always on team anita but then this obsession with marriage like lady you already know this man loves someone else why would you want to marry somebody even if that person's dead i would be like well doesn't matter if the person is dead or not you already love her still so you have this baggage then he's not committing to you for years so this whole marriage thing then comes the marriage with the younger shri devi like she is what 18 right now even if she loves him even if what not but why is this obsession with marriage and also because shri devi is just 18 it could be just a crush i think that's what anita also tells her right and also tells him as well which i think that's the problem when we are rewatching movies in our 30s where we know better obviously so me and tanvi were like anita would make such a great match for anil kapoor why is anil kapoor obsessed with shri devi you know because when you're 18 it could be just a crush on an older man right because the sense that you know she never gets to see him so he's always this mysterious man right so it could be just that fascination it may not mean that she's actually in love with him i think that's what anita keeps trying to tell her and him but they don't listen obviously <laughs> obviously so when i was watching the movie i was like mm, i don't know guys i think i'm definitely team anita <laughs> i'm i'm still team anita right yeah yeah so yeah that was uh, that was very interesting we were like oh my god she's totally making sense even you know she takes her shopping and then they sit down for coffee i think those scenes were really well done very well done yeah because that's what you do right you know somebody's visiting your boyfriend or something you just take them out and then you know try to talk her and she's not bullying her into anything you know she's just making 100% sense mm-hmm. so yeah i thought those scenes were also really well done so there were parts and there were scenes which were amazingly written and well delivered as well by the cast you know yeah but i remember when i was younger i would always look forward to when the younger shri devi would come on screen because the whole older shri devi you know like okay Yada 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 she's going to die he should love him let's get the fun people on right like <laughs> fun anupam kher and fun shri devi because the second half is actually about uh, 
these two people having fun because uh, Anil Kapoor is just this grumpy old man who just wants to sit and do nothing while these two guys are the ones fun. But oh my God, I get it. <laughs> Why Anil Kapoor <laughs> didn't want to hang out with them. I was like, they are too loud and extra loud for 2021. I was like, guys, chill out. Like this is, I can't take it. And in the mall, they were being so annoying. <laughs> so annoying. And this whole like Sri Devi energy, while I appreciate it, right? Like naturally people are going to hate on me for saying this, but the young Sri Devi was a bit too choppy for me. Mm. I was like, tone it down, babe. Like, relax. <laughs> I started liking her after she came back to India and then she was so sober. I was like... When she was heartbroken. I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I like you. <laughs> Stay heartbroken. This is the energy I can get on board with. And then her meeting Anupam Kher was just unbearable. So I was like judging myself, right? Which I always do when I rewatch movies. I was like, oh, I'm old now. The things that I used to enjoy are annoying me. That is like life coming full circle. Except the parody song. Yes. I thought that was amazing. I was like, okay, guys, scream as much as you want. <laughs> jump around i don't mind <laughs> i think it could also have to do with the fact that the old songs right it's like they're already like set in nostalgia <laughs> so we are already nostalgic people it's and like meta he- nostalgia <laughs> exactly when anil kapoor is sitting on the couch and he's watching this old pyar hua song black and white song we were like oh this is our tribe <laughs> yes this is tribe movie wala podcast <laughs> who are stuck in old times or people who were not born in those times like me and you yeah <laughs> uh, it's like we want to be trans teleported to those times that is iconic i think and wahida rehman in that parody oh and that is meta as well right because she does her own song from guide yeah oh yeah. man she can never not be graceful i i honestly i know people always say that um vejanti mala is the most graceful dancer ever been on the screen and not taking that away from her because we did watch jewel thief and we were blown away by her beauty in that and in sangam and I love I love all of them you know if they belong to that gone gone era to me I think my personal preference is Vahida Rehman I find her the most graceful beautiful like that whole sequence that she does in guide the classical one the one the performance oh my god yeah. it's like so good you can keep watching it you can keep loop. watching it and that character in itself Rosie is like my favorite is that a word That's okay. We'll make it work. That's fine. <laughs> She's my most favorite character. Yeah, of course, Vahida Rehman. And that, like, that is probably a good segue into songs because uh, the songs of this movie are iconic. And I actually like that all of these singers are there, which you don't really, like, see in pop culture. Like, Hari Haran, like, the whole first soundtrack is by Hari Haran. And then Ila Arun comes along and Suresh Vatkar is there. And these are all, like, singers who refuse to be part of pop culture. uh bollywood mainstream bollywood mainstream sort bollywood, of yeah like, or they couldn't like participate in the race of being the best but they were the best and they are the yeah. best speaking of the starting soundtrack oh my god like we were talking about it it fits all emotions <laughs> it does. when you're happy you can speed it up <laughs> when you're sad you can slow it down and it still fits i thought so that was the best time so we're talking about the title track yeah yeah me. love me yeah and yeah because we noticed that it uh it's the background score for the whole uh, gamut of emotions in the movie 
and like Flo said, like it's there when there's a funeral going on, <laughs> it's there when there's romance going on, and it, and even the words fit right. Yeah. The point is that these moments are going to go away. <laughs> so no matter which freaking moment you're in, it is going to go away. Yeah. <laughs> so you can play that song any moment <laughs> because this moment is going away. <laughs> yeah, literally. When you're editing, you can literally add that song in the background because this moment is also going on. <laughs> Good one. I will do that. I will try. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, like we did uh, address uh, Anita's character, who's played by what was that girl's name? Dolly? No, not Dolly. Her name is Dippy Sagu, right? Yeah. yeah. And we looked and looked and looked, and the internet is clean of her existence. How? How can anyone exist like that? And we admire her for that. Like, how I did she it. do it? There's absolutely nothing on her that you can find. I think she changed find. her name because there is no other way to like not be there, right? Like, if you change your name and then someone googles you, that it doesn't. Mm. Like, maybe she just did this and then she changed her name. I don't know. Yeah, but but she was really good and and uh, so pretty. I mean, we keep saying she's gorgeous and all that. We know it's just a physical thing and everything. But you know, back then that was one of the main criteria for you know for people to make it in Bollywood. Let's make physical be beauty normal again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is wrong with being physically beautiful? Like, why is that like an insult now? Like, oh, she's beautiful on the outside. Like how they say in Friends, like, oh my God, let me go look inside. Then, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she could have definitely made it in Bollywood, but clearly she did not. So I'm just, we were so curious and we tried finding out, but nothing, guys. There's nothing on her. There's nothing on her, although we did find the husband of the first Sri Devi, which is that Mr. Siddharth Bhatnagar. And he is a professor in Harvard now. And he does not look anything like that guy anymore. That guy was good looking. Good looking as long as he doesn't open his mouth. <laughs> yep. I think that was a common consensus among everyone. And I think that's why he never did any more movies. I mean, I think he did one or one or two odd movies here and there. Oh, he did? Oh. He was a model, if I'm not mistaken. And he was model material. But he was not an actor. Yeah. I used to find it so funny. I remember, like, you know, initially I mentioned that my family used to be watching this movie. And I remember... But they're all making fun of when he said, Pallu, Pallu. <laughs> and that is like stuck in my head when he addresses her, Pallu. And you know, especially because Shridevi is such a good actor, him acting alongside her really showed how bad he is even more. Like if he had been, you know, with somebody else, it probably wouldn't have shown. But here's Shridevi exuding this brilliance and beauty and luminous skin and all that. And hair is going... Pallu. <laughs> now I can't unhear it. <laughs> His dialogue delivery was so bad. Like there was no gravitas in what he was saying. And he was just like... I mean, you got the girl. Yeah. yeah be a little... Like, <laughs> yeah. Although as a character, he was shown like, again, another, you know, we've spoken about Yash Chopra always showing men how to behave and, you know, setting example, whether it was uh, Shashi Kapoor and Kabhi Kabhi, whether it is Amitabh Bachchan or whoever. Like when Yash Chopra wrote characters, he showed his men how to woo the women, how to treat the women, how to be when you find out some, you know, uncomfortable news. So this was another example where... This guy has realized that Liren likes his wife now and at that time just love her. But he's not jealous. 
and he's not fueling the fire in fact he's doing the opposite like she devi is like oh my god i didn't know that and i'm not going to talk to him anymore because i don't want to like uh encourage him and he's like but that's not his fault blah blah and that that again was ahead of its time and i think that part is still ahead of its time i don't know how many i agree there is no like misogynistic behavior there's nothing yeah there is like romanticizing of zamindar there is romanticizing of like uh, upper class and education but the lawyer again there was a little bit of secularism like whatever you know when that's our thing like we like finding that the gone era the india of the gone era so the the lawyer who comes to do some you know the she the older she devi's house is getting sold and the lawyer who's facilitating all of that is like some i forget the name but i know that it was a islamic muslim name and i was like oh, now that would not happen would it Yeah, and again, another thing I found interesting is like we actually never get to learn what is Wahida Rahman's name. We just know her as Daija, as the relationship they have, right? With the... so that is literally her identity. Exactly, that's a good one. Thank You're you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But that's uh, I don't know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing that you know. I remember, like I think we have spoken about it before, like how back then we would just call people by their profession, and that was their identity. Like you know. driver kolyao uh ramu bhai okay ramu is still the name but you know you knew that you're calling a helper a servant or watchman you know yeah you know dood wale bhaiya or mali kya kar raha like i remember when we were when we were doing uh, what is that khubsurat um, rekha's khubsurat there's like acha mali aaya hai or you know dood wala aaya hai so literally we don't know anybody's name right and in this although wahida rahman is playing such an important role So again, we were having this discussion, and actually, we are not going to discuss our discussion on the podcast. But that you know, if we just know people by their profession, here's the positive of it: we can't discriminate uh, upon them by their name because the name would give away their religion, caste, creed, all of that, or even which which part of India they are from. Like we can't make any assumptions. So all we know is she was a governess, and I'm actually okay with that. You would rather have that there than have it. discrimination yeah. on that. Yeah. See, my utopia can exist. <laughs> In Lamhe, it did. In Lamhe, <laughs> and I didn't know this yesterday when we were watching. Even now, when we were texting, we didn't. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know this. <laughs> wow. This is my drunk brain working overtime. <laughs> Good job, wine. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So we've talked about Shreevi. We've talked about Aksha, Akshay Kumar. Oh my God, we've talked about Anil Kapoor. <laughs> I have AK written over here. Okay, in my defense, so I was just like I was hating on the other AK. So I was just like rewinding that. Anyways, another AK. I was just going to say like about Sri Devi, right? Um, there's a little face mask scene where she has a face mask on, and so obviously, got, you know, Bahida is like, "What, what are you doing?" or something. And there's this little two-minute scene where they're just she's just being so naughty. Yeah. Does some jingle kind of thing yeah. with the face mask and you know all that. It's so cute. That is where she shines, you know. She does. So it's said about her, right, that she was painfully shy human being. So it was a torture to interview her because she would not answer any more than what was required. So interviewers had to work really hard to get anything out of her, and that's why there is not uh, very much information out there about her personal opinions on things because she never really spoke about anything. So to To have that kind of human being, then just light up on the screen, 
and i think that is what is i'm most fascinated about actors because so many times you hear that actors are actually shy even sharukh says he's shy right like that he's an actually an introvert who just likes to do his thing but then the camera comes on and i'm trying to always like figure out what is in these artists that make them feel like i'm shy but i'm going to go and perform they keep talking about the switch right it feels like that switch goes off i i can never experience that because i'm i i'm not like that but that is amazing yeah it's like magic i know so those like it must be amazing to see it in person because that there's this person who's in the shell and then that just person comes alive on the camera i was like that switch happening must be really really fascinating to watch so just to see them sitting there and then action and then they just transform i know oh. like how does that happen definitely i'm an introvert and i'm shy and i can never switch off like you can hear me talk on the podcast but if you were to meet me this conversation wouldn't be happening like unless a flow of it would be happening with like strangers <laughs> it would be yeah okay so let's move on to uh, akshay kumar why am i going on say akshay kumar <laughs> Let's move on to Anupam Kher, <laughs> the last character in this movie. So, naturally, personal opinions about the human being aside. <laughs> like, with that, let's talk know, about the actor. <laughs> let's talk about the actor and the craft and the artist, whatever. You know, before I knew anything about him, naturally, before social media, I actually only judged him on his work, and his work is splendid. Like, he is a good. actor and you know that's the only reason we tolerate him and this is one of those movies where i really liked his work this is like one of my favorite movies of anupam kher yeah the, he was he was really good as a, i mean except for the annoying part <laughs> yeah with shri devi yeah yeah but otherwise yeah i think i'd mentioned at the beginning right the especially the last scene was so powerful you know when he actually literally slaps him out of his craziness right and yeah. then he says this whole thing it's really well written and again like i said you know a dialogue i don't know dialogues can be really well written but if the actors delivering it do a bad job then it's just useless right but this was perfect you know the lines and the actors who delivered it was amazing so it was just so powerful the whole the chemistry like i felt a good effort was done in showing friendship like you got the gist of the friendship and you could tell what a huge sacrifice he's given he knew like you can tell that virain uh played by um anil kapoor not akshay kumar not akshay kumar <laughs> couldn't have survived like he is this um, you know he could have become devdas had anupam kher not been there anil kapoor would be devdas without a single ray of sunshine in his life and the fact that he leaves his family lives what not i mean it seems a little unrealistic but i'm sure there are such nice kind hearted people mm. out there i don't know them yeah. i'm not maybe they're extinct them, now but, but i don't yeah. know <laughs> but he's such a good friend and the way like how the scene that you have mentioned a couple of times that is also one of my favorite scenes the first is the first, like i like his funny scenes as well in the beginning when he's by himself not shri devi's funny and anupam kher funny together was too much for me but anupam kher by himself being funny was endearing and uh, so i like those scenes but the dramatic scene that you mentioned it is so good and the whole like confrontation when he's like when anil kapoor is addressing this and you know that anil kapoor thinks he's doing the right thing he's trying to be this person who's acknowledging and then apologizing but you also know that he's hurting he's hurting anupam kher because 
this is kind of like someone's given their life and now you just want to say sorry thank you now you can go that's not enough like you know that and all of this is said without being said like An- anupam khed is just like sitting there and he's like yeah yeah you're right huh yeah he's like what can i say you've done so much is like you can say thank you and you know that you know he's being sarcastic but without being sarcastic i don't know like people need to watch that scene to understand like how yeah strong that performance yeah, he was not being a he was not willing to be a doormat right he still asserted his friendship in a nice way and also he made sure that anil kapoor knows the sacrifices that he has made as a friend you know i thought that was really done well yeah he was not yeah yeah and like oh my god that's like one of those beautiful friendships um naturally not something that we talk about we talk about jain viru and all of those different friendships but mm. i think this is also one of really well realistic i think if there was a realistic part in the movie it was the <laughs> friendship where one person you know and you always have two people always saying i mean i don't know people what people think but usually movies always show two people who are alike or like very like you assume if two people are similar they're going to like get on fire with each other but it's usually the opposites right one person's really calm like jen viru actually like where yeah <laughs> jen's total like snows fest and viru <laughs> so over here it was a kind of like anil kapoor is jay and anupam khair is viru but with more realistic lines and dialogues all right so to wrap it up do you have anything that you want to say anything we didn't talk about mm oh i just read about how uh, i think during the shooting of the movie uh, in the uk i think shri devi's dad passed away in india so she had to fly back to india and then come back and finish her scenes and yash chopra had mentioned that you know and she would just she would just do her job you know even after coming back and all that after her father's death so yeah i think she was she was just born to be in front of the camera yeah yeah she was just cut i, I her life was just cut too short i remember oh, one few uh, one of the interviews where she actually shared something and i think she was asked about why she left movies when she got married and she had kids and what not so she said that you know i was working as a child artist and i worked by the time she got married apparently she had already worked for 30 40 whatever how many so ever years that she was alive so she said that i have when i was working i gave it all like i didn't leave anything i gave it all so when i became a wife i wanted to be a mother and i wanted to give that part of my life everything as well so i feel like yeah i get it you know you've mm. done something and people who want to do good in all facets of their life they kind of are like that yeah so yeah totally makes sense so i just want to say that last 30 minutes was actually my favorite part of the movie as an adult rewatching and uh, yeah so but yeah rewatching the only left my thoughts i'm left with is that it's not that ahead of its time anymore but it's still a good watch and if someone hasn't seen it would i recommend it yes yeah, the whole concept of you know why it was ahead of its time is not ahead of its time but i think uh, i think it has still stood the test of time in terms of some of the dialogues like the one like you mentioned the last 30 minutes were amazing right because of the lines and anil kapoor also telling shri devi about how he loves her and not her mom it was just beautiful you know he talks about you are you your smile is you and you know it was it was just you know he was in love with her and he finally realized that it was her that she was in that he was not in love with her mom actually he finally understands that he was not in love with pallavi at all it was just a one sided thing and it just fizzled out sort of yeah. thing so it 
so i think that part the last 30 minutes i think it still holds and anupam kher helps him realize that right like he says all of that that you know you keep talking about this pallavi 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 but you never even told her you loved her and she didn't love you so it was nothing this whole thing that you feel like you have to carry with you is in your head because there was no relationship yeah. whereas there is you were in love with someone whom you never told you loved her and she never loved you whereas there is this girl who has done nothing except love you so yeah although the filmy me totally buys it and i was on board but the real cynic me which is now current me i was just like yeah that's all good and fine but this is not going to work <laughs> <laughs> that's just the jaded us talking <laughs> yeah yeah all right so let's wrap this up wow it's going to be one hour but i think it's good we're doing small batches yeah okay all right so i am glad that we are back at least right now one episode at a time and if you are still listening to us in 2021 i hope you're taking care of your mental health and physical health and thank you for joining us we are glad to have you and we'll see you again hopefully soon i'm not going to say when because i'm holding a gun to flo's head to record but in the meantime you can still find us on social media on twitter at moviewala pod and on instagram at moviewala podcast you can also email us at moviewala podcast@gmail.com thank you for listening bye bye